Thank you, everyone, for joining the Men's Yoga Podcast. I'm finally back after a long delay. I was on the road and getting the yoga clothing line set up. And so I'm finally back on the road, and I'm with John Buckner here. He's going to share with us some stories, how he got into yoga and how and what it means to him. And John, thank you so much for joining us today on the Men's Yoga Podcast. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for reaching out. I appreciate it very much myself. Yeah, I was really inspired with what you were putting out on Instagram. And uh, I don't know, I was just loving the vibe of it, man. I, I was loving the photos and stuff like that. There is, it's a really unique uh, way of taking the pictures and stuff. There's like a bit of art with it as well, right? Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, uh, Instagram is a tricky, tricky place. You know, uh, I started a whole yoga page and didn't know what exactly I was going to do with it, what my thoughts were with it. And I just kind of started playing around with different stuff and you never really know if anybody's paying attention. And then, I mean, my Instagram page is nothing like some people have, but um, I would start getting messages and just different people like sending stuff. Like it was just, it was kind of cool. So we'll, we'll see where it goes, but I appreciate it. You, you never know if anybody's actually looking, I guess is the right way to say it. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It's so true. Well, I felt it very inspiring and I was, I was really, really liking it. Um, but well, let's dive into a little bit about John. Cause what we do, what I like to do on the men's yoga podcast is just share how men got into yoga for one, okay. especially on this side of the world, right? It's, it's, it's a little bit different for us. And, Absolutely. Um, and then how, like, I just want to share that experience with men. Cause I know, I mean, what it's done for me and other men that I've had on the podcast and just the pot positive effects, right. When we're dealing in this crazy world around us and uh yeah, so we'll start sorry go ahead yeah, yeah yeah oh no no you're fine i'm sorry get the audio thing correct no uh you know i i think uh my my journey began probably like the most common way that a guy gets into yoga it happens for i mean i had some serious back issues that were going on um i was I was really overweight at the time too. I'm a big guy. I don't think that's ever going to go away, but I was a lot bigger at the time. And uh, a really good friend um, who was also happened to be the wellness director at the uh, university that I work at. Her name's Megan. She's, uh, I attest a lot of my start of yoga journey to her. Um, she recommended that I go and uh, try the faculty staff after work yoga class to uh to try and get some back pain relief awesome so how quick was that pain release like how quick did you notice the difference so so there's a lot that goes into like the the back problems that i have or ha that i had and have now um i noticed some really good relief pretty pretty fast actually i had a uh a spasm that was going on and um you know doctors and so on they just you know put it off as just my weight problem um i did have some serious issues going on that needed to be addressed uh however i did get some good relief from starting the yoga um just like it was just a monday afternoon uh hour-long class that a few a few people would show up to and what was that sensation? What was that sensation like after the class? Actually, let's start so with your, your first had, going in. Yeah, let's. 
Just go with yeah. Like, what was it like? Um, so it was it was funny too because that first time I hit Shavasana, I was out like a light, like I was just <laughs> nice. Um, it was just um, it was interesting. It was new. Um, I was moving my body in a way. I was nearly four hundred pounds at the time when I started too. Uh, so and so it was just. I had a lot of different other stuff going on and, um, you know, it was just kind of like this refreshing feeling, like kind of like when you hit the, when you hit like refresh on a web page or kind of us getting situated here, just having to hit refresh all of a sudden I hit refresh and there I was just kind of like filled with this new life and new energy that I didn't exactly know what was going on and what to do with it. And I just knew that I, I liked it and, it was like, okay, well, let's see what this is and, you know, what, what we can do with this a little bit. But it went a little, I mean, just like anything, it has its, you know, kind of different flows is the way I like to put it, right? Right. Are you referring to, like, going back to the mat? Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to dive all the way in, um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, as the class started to grow, though, and more people started to go, um, I became a little self-conscious of my weight and those kind of things. And I did remove my, like, I did pull myself away from going to the class. And I just really, then from there, I developed a really strong at-home practice. Um, I did more research. I just started doing a lot more things. And really, I would have to say then the next, um, probably, I started in 2014. Um, I really did go on kind of a whole, like, little weight loss journey um, but I didn't really, I didn't really go into a studio then, um, and practice until some years later, um, which is when then I really, really, then I got really, really hooked into the whole thing for sure. Amazing. So let's, let's start. What is it? What does a day look like for you then? When so I'm, yeah, go I'm ahead. Up, yeah. I'm up early. I like to get up early. Um, it's, uh, it's a habit that I started those years ago when I kind of went through this whole little life transformation. Um, I'm usually out of the bed and feet on the ground no later than quarter to 5 a.m. Um, I start my morning every single morning with a 15-minute uh, hot tub soak in my backyard. Um, then I go with coffee, and I try to do start with some sort of mindfulness. Um something some sort of just like usually like a restorative like meditative pose um except for tuesdays and thursday mornings i'm up and i hit my 5 30 a.m uh hot power infrared sauna heating hot power class where it's about 100 Ooh. degrees in the room when we walk in oh damn <laughs> Man, i just got i just got into hot yoga. i just started hot yoga this week i didn't even touch hot yoga before and oh wow I was like, my body's crying like crazy. Like it's just the amount of water that is coming off of you. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's intense. It's uh it's it's addicting too, kinda. I hate to say it. Um it's my favorite way to practice. Not my favorite way to teach, because you need a lot of breath, but yeah. um it's it's my favorite way to practice. Um and it was a totally different dynamic when I uh, transition from the, to the studio I was at to the studio I'm at now. And we went, it was like a, like the other one I was at was like a furnace heating style. This <clears> is, this is infrared panels and the heating is 
unexplainable. <laughs> it's 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 insane the difference between the furnace heat and the infrared panel heat. Right. So would it be like a difference of dryness in the room, like breathing wise? Yeah, you don't like get that. that yeah, you don't get that same dry sense in your nose and and that kind of feeling from like that furnace heat and the infrareds heating you almost internally out. So you're right. almost kind of like a furnace on the inside going out. I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, it's it's great on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. And I usually try to do it uh, again on like Saturday mornings as well. So how long did it take you to get so committed to this? then because you seem pretty committed to like your mindfulness practice right which essentially would be a yeah yoga as well like it is it, it absolutely is um so i think so there's a lot and i don't know what our time frame is so i'll try to give you the great cliff notes um, <laughs> so I had an interesting, I've had a very, very interesting life. I'm sure everybody hears that and so on and so forth. Um, to get to where I'm at today was probably one of the most unique journeys um, anybody's been on. And I say that uh, not in a conceited way. I say that in just because that's what I've been told. I'm just over here just trying to live. Um, so I didn't really indulge into myself personally uh, until around uh, 2015, um, I had some serious life issues happen. I lost uh, two brothers to drug and alcohol addiction. Uh, 35 and 38 years old, I lost them within 12 months of each other at the end of 2014. And then at the end of 2015, I would say I started this journey around 2015. I had really, that's when I like had kind of really developed the home practice. I had really started getting into weight loss. I do, started doing some running um, as well. Uh, a lot of running, actually. Um, that's kind of attesting to my back problems that I have now. But that's, you know, that's kind of how it works sometimes. Um, and then really in 2016 is when um, I really like kind of grabbed, like grabbed life by the horns and said, you know, you have the ability to do anything that you want to do if you just stop and put your mind to it. Um, I kind of always go back to like how this whole thing started. Like it was a few months before that first brother passed. I was very first time keeping me carrying through um, a lot of different journeys. I also uh, in 2017 uh, decided that going to college was going to be the best idea in the world at the young age of 37 years old, uh, completed my uh, four years, uh, four year bachelor's degree in about five, working full time, full time family, teenage wow. daughter, all the good stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. And I mean, I got certified to instruct yoga in that time frame as well. And um, I just feel like trying to keep myself as self, like trying to be as self aware as possible is um, what keeps me kind of connected to doing what I love to do. Like, and that's just really trying to inspire other people to do the same kind of things. So yoga came in around 2017 for you. Is that right? So yoga came in at the end of 2014. Um, oh, okay. and then I really, and then I really, really like dived really hard into it. Um, more around like 2019 in that period between there, I just was doing a lot of stuff at home. And then I just realized how much, more I could be doing by going to a studio. And then I got an opportunity to do uh, like a, a YTT, like a yoga teacher training. Um, 
I mean, instructing and everything just kind of really kind of all kind of came together from there. Now that's, that's, that's quite drastic kind of what you went through and what you, what, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I can't even put into words. It's, it's, it's quite amazing. What it's, it's been, it, it's interesting. Yes. I know it's been an interesting journey to say the least. <laughs> yeah. He's, has yoga helped you with the balance within all that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I believe that yoga has, um, I think it took me a little bit more. I think part of what I needed to do was understand who I was. Cause I, I wouldn't say I was a completely different person, but I was a definitely a different person before we kind of made these transitions and did these things. I've always been a goof. I don't think that's ever going to change. Um, but, uh, I think the dynamics in which I grew up in youngest, in a family of five, um, two older brothers, mom and dad, everybody having drug and alcohol problems, except for me seeing that growing up around that you become, you become an individual that's very, uh, self-conscious about themselves that doesn't have a lot of confidence, um, that just kind of, I mean, unfortunately looks really down on themselves, deals with a lot of depression, deals with a lot of anxiety, those kind of things. Um, I believe that starting this journey, like from yoga was definitely a tool that gave, it gave me, it was a tool that I had there to really kind of help me progress into these other areas. And I didn't even know it because if like people, you'll probably hear all the time, people get into yoga and they're like, I feel so different. I just don't know. I can't explain it. Like everybody says that we hear that all the time. I just, I I don't know. I just feel so different, but I just, I really can't explain it. Like I felt so different and I just couldn't explain it. And I think I started to develop more confidence in myself um, and just abilities that I just never thought that I had just started really coming out. So what, what was the difference between what you thought yoga was prior to going into to what you found out what yoga was about? I mean, I mean, yoga has been Westernized, unfortunately. <laughs> right. I mean, we know that uh, it's, 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 it's not an uncommon, you know, thing. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I, th I thought for sure I was going to be the only guy, which I was, um, you know, and it was going to be nothing but, you know, uh, skinny, uh, skinny white girls. I mean, I mean, that's, you know, that's the, the common stigma of what it is Westernized. It's, it's not exactly that. I think, I think people are really starting to come out of their show more about it now. I think, I think there's people like me that are really, you know, out there bringing more awareness to the fact that you do not have to be 110 pounds. You do not have to be a certain race. Um, you do not, I mean, those things are gone and there's more people that are coming out. Um, but I mean, that's exactly the same thing that I thought that it was at the start of it too, that it was just something for, you know, skinny people. Right. So actually I kind of want to, I'm interested in this because I, I'm interested in what is your, your self-care practice then? I think that would be okay. very valuable to share to people. Um, so a lot of like my self-care practice is just trying to spend some time like with myself trying to like, I mean, so like 
the morning hot tub routine is, it sounds kind of silly, but it's like this 20 minutes that I have to start the day to warm my body up kind of for the day. Um, I also, you know, like to try and make sure that I'm not just teaching yoga all the time. Like I said, I'm trying to go to classes and just trying to incorporate other like little fitness things in there as well to, you know, cause I mean, it's the best, I mean, it's the best medicine that there is for you is kind of being more active. It releases that serotonin in the brain and kind of gets you going. Where has that led you with your yoga journey then? Are you focusing on a certain type of yoga? Are you into more studying of uh, other types? Like, yeah, like where's your studies going with that now? So I haven't really indulged too far into that. Um, the, the training style that I did was very Baron Baptiste style, which mm-hmm. I think is a great foundation. Um, I know Bikram gets a really bad name, but the instructor that I I, I I uh, go to who's a 500 hour teacher. Um, She incorporates a lot of that Bikram style into her classes. Um, He may not be the greatest of human beings, but um, the practice itself is very, is very disciplined, um, which is something that I do enjoy as well. I find that interesting too, because I've been actually, I've been diving into Osho and his, 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 his teachings and, I find that, I mean, he doesn't get the greatest name either, but I find there's something, there's, there's some value within these, right? Yeah. I think, I think just like anything that we see in life, anybody that, and I mean, I don't know, this may not be the nicest thing to say, but anybody who starts to gain power in any type of situation that they're in can have the, can have it kind of catch up to them they can kind of it can kind of change them and i mean some of these individuals that we're talking about are people that gained a lot of for lack of a better term power and it kind of overtakes them and you know i mean self-awareness is probably the best tool that we can have to not you know let that happen i mean my style right now as far as teaching I lead a, I lead a very, um, I, I lead a very Baptiste style flow. Um, I'm trying to make sure that you're having some fun with it. Um, I like to take my yoga serious for sure. Um, but I don't want to try and take myself too serious. Um, we all have flaws. Um, I try to tell the students that I have that come regularly, like stop demanding perfection from yourself. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's have fun. Let's keep the energy up. Let's keep the music up. Um, My classes on the schedule are called Vinyasa Jam for a reason, because we like to kick it up a notch and have a little bit of fun. Um, I also lead a restorative class that I do try to pull you down, pull everything back and pull that energy all back inside of you um, that you may have lost for the week or for the month or for just for the day and have that energy come back inside of you so you can go back out in the world and be that person, that person that you're, you know, we all want to be that, that caregiver or whatever it is. Yeah. I find uh, when I go to a live class or I should say an in-person class, it's my ego gets in the way and that 
mental man competition where I'm like, oh, I'm going to push myself a little bit further than this guy. And like, and not just being with my body, right? Like, I, it's, I find it hard to just drop that, that, that competition. I let go of that forever ago. That was probably one of the best things that I did. And that's probably, as I mean, if I can give you any advice, it's probably one of the best things that you can do. I, I was, I mean, I think we all are that person at, at times for sure. Um, and sometimes the energy in a room and in a class can carry you through even the hardest of poses. It can get you into the hardest of poses that you didn't think possible. Um, but I have become uh, really self-aware in my personal practice when I go to in-person classes to be able to know if I keep pushing myself, I could hurt myself. I could injure myself. Let's take a break. Let's drop it down. Let's grab child's pose. Let's catch our breath. Let's, you know, let's drop into hero's pose, catch our breath. Um, and then let's, you know, let's, let's incorporate, let's go right back in, you know, when we're ready. Um, and that was probably one of the best things that I could do for myself and for my practice. And I got to say, it helped my practice grow even more like my personal practice. Um, it just helped my body more. It's amazing. It's it- I find it like it's like that sports attitude of me, you know, and it's just I think as long as you're kind of catching, you're recognizing, oh, okay, you're trailing off on something there, then you can at least readjust and start, start yeah. making proper. Well, it's, that's another thing. That's another thing that's with guys. It is. I mean, it's it's a it's a horrible. I mean, we got it beat into us at young ages about this win, go fight yeah. attitude, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to break. It absolutely is. Um, I, it is, uh, but I guarantee you, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy your, I mean, you'll enjoy your practice more not saying, you know, I mean, I'm sure you enjoy it now, but I'm, yeah, yeah, like that's one thing I actually kind of want to bring up because I have done, I would say similar to you where I went out and did a couple yoga, I would say maybe not as much, but I did a couple yoga practices and then I went and I did at home and then I got my teacher training from home. And it was actually just okay. just as COVID was starting. So we couldn't do it in person. So it had to be at home. And then my first actual, I would say, live class where I was ready, I was teaching it. And then so I didn't even really do any in-person classes. I would say maybe two or three prior to that, right? And then all of a sudden I'm teaching oh. to kind of get into my teacher's group, right? And what I want to bring up is what is that difference you find between in-person and online? And how important is the in-person class? Because I feel like a little bit that's little, little bit of that is fading. To everybody listening right now, I think being able to do a yoga class via Zoom for you at the time is great. But please, please, please take the time whenever you can once a week every other week go to an in-person class because i will i had an at-home practice i i've never really been into the zoom practicing thing the energy in a room together when you're practicing with other individuals everybody's in sync with their breath their movement their flow the energy does something to you it's it's nourishing it's nourishing your body and soul in a way that it's, it's again, it's hard to explain. I encourage anybody. And I understand people have different lives. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean, 
I was raised by a single mother and I know how tough her life was. I know there's probably the single mom out there that only has maybe that 45 minutes that she can, you know, jump on YouTube or that single dad for that matter and do a, you know, a, a class from her computer. And I, and that's great. And I and still encourage you to do that. But I also, I, I deeply encourage everyone an in-person class, the energy in the room together the community that can be built is is magical. It really is, um, and I mean, I'm I'm very grateful uh, for the in-person classes that I get to teach and go to. I couldn't agree more with that statement. Um, there's that secret energy that's within the breath called prana that is all vibrating together with these people and. You, you can't, it's something you can't explain because you have to experience it. It's existential, right? It's just, you have to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean, I've even found for myself, like, cause I try to go to other studios. Um, cause sometimes it is tough when you are an instructor and you go to the same place that you practice at and it can be, you know, it can be intimidating for some, or it can be intimidating just for yourself. Um, so I try to venture out and go different places and not really, you know, let it be known that I'm instructor. Um, and you still like, even when it's people that like, you've never like met before, you still, you'll get that same energy. And that's, what's so crazy about it. Like I can get that energy, you know, with the eight people that I know that I've practiced with for a year. Right. And then you go somewhere where nobody knows you, you walk in, you roll your mat down, you don't say anything the flow starts and it's the same energy. And that's what the difference is between virtual um, virtual classes and going in person. It's unexplainable. It really is. And I mean, it's everybody together. And I think it also has something to do with everybody's really trying to achieve that same goal, you know, that, that like-minded prana breath. Yeah. Are there any practices you do say besides yoga? that would you would consider maybe so yeah unique or different um so i'm really so the studio that i work at that i instruct at it's it's actually also a pilates studio so mm -hmm. i'm actually trying to really get a little bit more into trying more pilates i um, love pilates i love it. it's it's tough for me it is it's tough it's for so me tough. it's surprising it's so tough <laughs> so yeah the studio that i work at um it has the uh, reformers um, which you wouldn't think, but it's tough. Um, and then I'm also trying to do a lot more mat Pilates as well. Um, but yeah, no, that's been something that I've been getting a little bit more into um, as of lately is trying to get a little bit more of that side of things that uh, that practiced as well as uh, in the Pilates. And then cool. I also I also have the, uh, the uh, crystal singing bowls and I have some uh, brass ones as well. I try to get those... Uh, do some sound bath and get a little bit more into that and use that for meditation a bit more as well too. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I used to do, uh, I did a lot of sound therapy, um, prior to even me getting into yoga and, uh, yeah, it's amazing where that, that's a whole journey within itself too. And it's fun. To so I didn't know anything. Yeah. I didn't know anything about sound therapy really until I did my, uh, my teacher training for yoga and, um, from there, I started looking more into it, getting a little bit more into it. And then I started actually getting some of the uh, the bowls myself 
And when you're playing them, it really is kind of that sound therapy really does it for you too. Yeah, it's great. I incorporated them into my class. I teach a Hatha class, so I'll incorporate them in between the Shavasanas and I'll kind of play a little bit of their just a deeper relaxation in Shavasana. Yeah. Yeah. I start my restorative. I usually try to start my restorative class with uh, uh, the crystal bowls and then I end it with the crystal bowls as well. So it's, it's nice. And I mean, I think people, uh, they love it. Cool. Um, we are almost time where time's almost up. So I would do have a couple more questions that I do want to ask you. And um, it could be a bigger question, but what has been your biggest learning experience? Um, so my biggest learning experience, Biggest learning experience is um, spending so much time with self-doubt. Um, I mean, I try not to. I try not to look back and regret anything that I did or didn't do, for that matter. Um, and when I kind of had these uh, eye-opening experiences that could have either taken me down or go up. Um, you know, it was nice to, you know, start to eliminate that self-doubt that I constantly had in myself for the better part of the start of my life throughout, you know, up until into my thirties. Um, I think, I think when you have something uh, traumatic like that happen, um, it does create a learning experience for yourself. And I'm glad that I just turned it into positive as opposed to going negative which which is also could have been a very strong possibility as well so it's almost like no matter who you are no matter what your age you can continue to reinvent yourself yeah i mean that's i mean that's the nail on the head right there matt i mean it's just yeah that's exactly what it is i mean um i would say that there was probably a time you know before some of those things happened where I'd maybe checked out. I mean, mentally, I probably was a little bit checked out. I mean, I didn't care about my weight, my health. Um, I, I mean, I knew I was horribly depressed. Um, you know, I, I didn't care. I didn't care to try. I mean, I didn't care to try to even, you know, advance in my career or anything at all. And, um, you know, it was a learning experience that came from, you know, losing two brothers like that. And uh, gaining more confidence in myself was probably the best learning experience out of all of it. And I mean, it completely turned me around for sure. Yeah, there's necessary experiences and feelings we have to go through to make those changes and make them aware. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what, what are you offering people right now in the yoga community? What are you teaching? And so so right now I teach uh, three classes on our schedule at the studio. Um, I teach a Friday afternoon, uh, right about after work class. It's a vinyasa happy hour jam with John. Uh, we usually uh, we usually try to have a little bit of wine, and we uh, we do a nice flow. Uh, we definitely rock out. You'll hear some some interesting tunes on my playlist for yoga, which uh, I think people enjoy. Um, and then on Sundays I do back to back classes where I do an hour. Well, I'm sorry, a 45-minute flow class and then a hour restorative class right after. Um, same style in the uh, flow class as well. And then for restorative, I try to get everybody 
like I said, re-energize for the week, um, calm that central nervous system down, let it restore and get them balanced and ready to go for the week. I try to um, plan the flow to try to align all those seven chakra points in the body. So you kind of are all nice and lined up and ready to go for the week. Awesome. Awesome. And you're in Ohio? Let's see. I'm in Ohio. Um, I'm in uh, Akron, Ohio. So I live in a little township. It's called Coventry Township. It's Portage Lakes. It's a little lake community. Um, I don't live on the lake, but it's a little lake community. And it's just a little bit south of Akron, Ohio. And usually people know Akron, Ohio, because we all know who's from Akron, LeBron James. So that's kind of the, the, the best way to landmark it, if you will, on uh, where I'm at in Northeast Ohio. Cool. Okay. So where can everyone find you? So I have my Instagram that I do a lot of my yoga stuff on. It's called uh, super sized Yogi. Um, that's uh, my Instagram. That's where you can find all the crazy stuff that I'm trying to do. Uh, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy seeing a six, five, 300 pound guy standing on his head. If you don't, you're crazy because it's a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it's amazing. If anybody ever, if anybody ever makes their way this way, the studio I teach at, it's called Peace Corps Studios, and it's in uh, uh, Coventry Township here as well. Awesome. We'll provide and, uh, all the links. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not doing that. No, and I'm not doing that. I'm either trying to go to a little, a little uh, local lake community pub with my wife, uh, Angela, who I've been with for over 20 years now. We uh, met when we were 15 and 16 years old, and have been rolling strong ever since um or uh going to uh the the closest uh metal concert with my 16 year old daughter chelsea nice. who's probably a bigger metalhead than me uh we just recently <laughs> went and saw rob zombie corn she saw slipknot this oh, year and we're having a ball going to all kinds of metal shows yeah all the classics awesome yes good stuff for sure well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on, John, and sharing your experience. I I would love to have you on again if you want to come on and share some more stories and uh, things. I'd love to. I feel like I, I love it. I feel like I feel like I, I'm watching the timer now. I didn't even notice the timer, and I'm like, oh yeah. man, I probably babbled on a little bit too long on some of those areas. <laughs> no, it was great. And uh, you know what? Like I said, typically I have a longer, but I had problems getting into my other Zoom, so I'll have to figure that out. But yeah, so I'll definitely have you on, so we can have you on longer and learn more about you and share your experiences. But thanks again. And anytime, everybody, I, anytime I appreciate it. Yeah. And all this, uh, all the information, John will be in the show notes and people can follow and uh, check out what you're doing.